What up, what up, what up? It's Pope the Blueprint, the host of the number one networking show. And I like to take the first couple of seconds of each show to highlight any local brands that I may be wearing. And tonight I am wearing XI11, which is a local 17-year-old here in Baltimore. So I encourage everybody to support, support, support your local brands. Now we have a special guest in the building tonight. How you feeling tonight, good brother? Hey, we touched down, man. Wave maker style. What's good with it? Man, I'm ready to get into this wave maker talk, right? But before we before we get into it, if you can just introduce yourself, let everybody know where you're from. And just a brief overview of all you're involved in, and we get ready to take it back to day one. Yeah, off top, man. So, hey, salute my guy Pope having me on here. You know what I'm saying? Salute to you and the platform that you got. You know what I'm saying? Highlighting a lot of people I see come on here. You know, they take off. You know, they get their business out there. They get their information out there. You know, you got a positive impact movement on the community um, as far as, you know, minorities, urban, you know what I'm saying, corporate. You know what I'm saying? I see you touching and moving a lot of people. So I first got to pass off to you and salute you on that because, you know what I'm saying, you're, you're a real wave maker. You hear me? Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah. Now, now for me, uh, more or less, you know what I'm saying? My name, Mike. You know I'm saying Mike Cuff. I'm originally born in uh, New Jersey. I'm from New Jersey. I'm a Jersey boy. You know what I'm saying? Um, I rest out here in Cali in the San Diego area and um, been out here in military, a couple of tours in Iraq. You know what I'm saying? Grew up where I grew up. You know how that is, you know, in the hood and all that, whatever. Overcome some things, you know what I'm saying? And make some things happen. Continued. Um, went to the military, you know, uh, was a corpsman, did medical uh, by trade. But naturally, you know what I'm saying? By trade, I'm a nurse. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a licensed nurse uh, by trade. Um, also, you know, bachelor's in um, healthcare administration and a master's degree in business. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So you know, doing a bunch of different things there. But, you know, more importantly, you know, about making waves and, you know what I'm saying, challenging people's mental map uh, about their moral compass and uh, overcoming procrastination and getting out there and making it happen. So, you know, this is where we at, man. I just appreciate you having me on today. Man, I appreciate that, right? And so a lot of people may see you where you are right now. They may see the positivity. They may see the brands that you're building, right? But let's take it back to day one. Let's take it back to before the wave maker status. Introduce us to who you were and let's take it back up to now. Yeah, so before I even really got to like, you know what I'm saying, being a wave maker, always growing up for me, to be honest with you, man, like dare to be different. Always the kid that really just like didn't quite fit in, you know what I'm saying? Um, struggle with, you know, like identity, who are you? Where do you fit in? Everybody else is selling drugs, but selling drugs ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else is in the streets, but in the streets ain't for me. So, you know, really, it was all about embracing yourself, your authentic self. You know what I'm saying? Embracing who you are authentically and knowing that, you know what? You're not corny if you don't sell drugs. You're not corny if if you don't uh, take care of your kids or, or these, all these different things that society puts in front of us. So really... For me, it was going through a series of things and realizing that, one, I don't have all the answers. Um, two, embrace who you are, your authentic self. And when I came to really realize that and realize that, you know what? 
you have to put people in a proper perspective and, and many um, avenues of your life. You gotta be able to file people because if you don't, they'll suck you dry. They'll use you for the things that, you know what I'm saying, that you can give to them. As long as you're benefiting them, they want you on the team. And I got a big heart, you know, and I, and, and a lot of the stuff in, in, that I talk about at Wavemakers, because I've been through these things firsthand, and because my heart is so big and I want to see so many people win, a lot of people end up taking advantage of those things. And we want the best for people. So we continue to give, give, give until we have nothing to give for ourselves. So, you know, this is really all about, I got to this point by, you know what I'm saying, messing up a lot. I tell you that, you know what I'm saying? Being late on the bills, don't pick up for the for the bill collector, you know, not being there for my kids all the time, not embracing my wife and hugging her and kissing her and showing her affection that she needs, you know what I'm saying? Messing up with my friends, you know, and grinding and all these different things. So, you know, it's been a journey, but you know, here we are, you know, we making waves, we out here, we inspiring people, you know what I'm saying? We're going to give them to a raw, we're going to keep it real, you know what I'm saying? Because I truly believe if you can't give people, you know what I'm saying, raw information, you know, you're not doing them a great service. Good, bad, and different, you hear me? Yeah, I love that. I love that. So when was that official shift, right? Was it you coming across a book, coming across a mentor in person? When was that aha shift for you? Yo, the shift, to be honest with you, um, one of the things, one of the things that I do uh, just from a uh, professional standpoint, like I said, I'm a nurse. And one of the shifts for me was uh, typically as a nurse, you take this traditional path to get into management, to get into leadership. And um, my path has always been different in anything that I've done in life. And the shift with me was, um, am I going to really believe in myself and get the degrees and accolades that I need to get to get into a leadership position or am I going to follow tradition? So that was a real mental shift for me because you know you all in on yourself, you all in on them on them, them, them loans for school, you all in on everything. So, you know, yeah. that was a shift for me when I said, you know, I'm gonna really believe in myself and take this shift. And it really escalated, you know, something I do on the side, I, I breed dogs on the side, you know, that's kind of my passion, my hobby. And I yeah. realized, you know, when it was when I was breeding the dogs and everything, you see and, and, and you see a lot of copycat. You know what I'm saying? You know, monkey see, monkey do. And that's what a lot of different organizations, corporations, and establishments out there. And I said to myself, you know, it's time out for that. You know, we can't keep having a copycat lead. You know, carbon copying is, is corny, it's is played out. So I started saying wave maker. I'm like, yo, you got to get out there and make waves. Don't ride the next man wave. Don't jump on a wave, take credit. And, and, and probably one of my biggest inspirations is Dame Dash, you know, and and and, and, the, and the turnaround point and the trigger was culture vultures, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when Dame talked about culture vultures and Kenyatta Adams talked about culture vultures and how people embed themselves in your culture, take advantage of it, capitalize off of the work and hard work that you put in to monetize it and make money and not give back to the communities that they're making money off of, that was a major key for me. And I said, you know what? My wife looked at me and this is where it turned on. She said, hey, yo, you got to do something with that wave maker stuff you're talking about. And I said, and then this is a true story. I looked at it and I was like, in my mind, I, I said, man, don't tell me what to do. You know, I'm like, 
man, I got this. You know, I know what I'm doing, but I really didn't. And she's like, I just really think you're on to something. And when I heard her heart speak, it spoke to my heart. And I said, man, maybe she on to something. And I said, you know what? I think you might be on to something. I went to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Woke up early in the morning, had the concept, had the wave, had the name wave maker only club. You know what I'm saying? I had outlined the book, the chapters, everything just spoke to me in my sleep. And I texted her every day. She woke up and she said, yo, what's this? I said, yo, it's the new number one motivational platform inspiring people to be their authentic selves, overcome procrastination. We about to make waves, baby. Let's go. I'm writing a book. Mm. That's huge, man. That's huge because it was a couple different things that you did, right? Because you could have let your pride stay in the way and not listen to the queen and really manifest what she saw in you and what she had, What you know what I mean? And so that was huge, man. People need to pay attention to that because the people that are closest to you, a lot of times they see that gift. They know what's circulating in your mind. You know what I mean? And you have to embrace that. Absolutely. And one thing I tell people all the time is, man, you know, it, it's about where you position your ego. You know, when your mm -hmm. ego is positioned in front of you, it, it limits your ability to see, think, and hear and receive, you know. But when you position your ego behind you, it allows for you to see, think, hear, and receive on a whole different level. So when I put my ego behind me, I put that pride behind me, you know, everything began to flow just naturally. It was effortless, you know. And, mm. and, and salute to my wife, man, because she supported me all the way, you know what I'm saying? You see me, you see her, you see her, you see me. And, you know, the mm. queen, you know, one of the most important pieces on the chessboard, you hear me? You know, that can yeah. move, do a lot of things that everything else can do, you know what I'm saying? So we got to value the queen at a high level, at a high state, you know, because ultimately the queen is here to protect the king and they see things yeah. that we don't see, they hear things that we don't hear, you know what I'm saying? Because ultimately they want us to win. And, and, yeah. and also and also the queen the queen is, is, is not your enemy, you hear me? So we got to get true. that in, in, in our relationships, you know. The queen is not your enemy. So when your girl is telling you something, you know, she don't envy you. It's just that she wants the best for you and bring the best out of you. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I love to see y'all together taking pictures. You know what I mean? Y'all both have the wave maker gear on. You know, I remember the one y'all had the L.A. colors with the wave maker on. Mm -hmm. I'm like, y'all matching. Y'all was flying with it, man. Hey, yo, you know what I mean? I tell you, I tell you this. This this is something I tell I tell couples all the time. I'm like, look, I learned this from from one of the one of the uh, deacons in my church, one of the old school deacons. He said, look, when you with somebody, you know, when you dress the same or color coordinate. It requires a conversation. It requires mm. communication. So although it may look cheesy or feel cheesy, understand that you and that person naturally have to talk about what colors you want to wear, how you want to coordinate. And after you do that enough in your relationship, sometimes it happens like this. I wake up, I grab the Lakers jersey, and she naturally just grabs her Lakers jersey. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not even a conversation that has in the physical. It's a conversation you start having in the mental. But first, you got to do it in the physical with your spouse. Because if you having an argument with your spouse and y'all getting ready to go out, 
But y'all know, y'all like to color coordinate. Guess what? You got to get through the argument so that y'all can talk about what y'all going to wear. And it just creates more unity in your relationship. So I encourage people, you know, wear that cheesy shirt that says, you know, I'm with him, I'm with her, you know, or the hats that match or the sneakers that's fresh to death that match or whatever. It'll strengthen your relationship, man. That's a, that's a gym right there. You hear me? That's a gym. That's a gym, man. I'm going to sit that right there and I'm going to let people embrace that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. So Respect. now the ideas, the ideas is flowing. You have the thought process. I'm going to make the book. Now talk about the route. You know what I mean? Like getting it together. Did we go self-publish? Did we go? Because it may be some people watching that have that inspiration in them, but they need to know like, man, what did bro do to put this together, man? Hey, yo, free game right here. I'm going to tell you. First and foremost, man, you can do whatever you want if you put your mind to it. And when you see somebody doing something that you did, position your ego behind you and tap into them so that they can give you the information and knowledge that you need. That's free game. Now, for me, anybody we're going to talk about that want to publish a book, that want to get information out, um, there's some key things that you got to do. The first thing you got to do is believe that you can do it. Believe that you can write a book. There's so many people that I meet that says, man, I got a book in me. I got a book in me. And they allow themselves to be stifled by um, the process, the unknown process. So the unknown process basically takes over and they're like, you know what? That's uncharted waters. You know, I don't know if I'm going to sound right. I don't know if I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings. I don't know if this person's going to be mad if I say this or that. You know what? Write your book anyway, because the things that you got to say are designed to help people along the way. So once I went through that process and accepted that, you know what? I'm going to do it because the Wavemaker book is not for everybody. I got mm -hmm. reviews from my book and people go, I can't believe you said that. I can't believe you wrote that. I can't believe yeah. you actually put that out and sold it. And I said, you know what? My book not for you. And that's okay. Yeah. There's yeah. something out there for you, but this ain't it. So you got to first yeah. realize that whatever you put out, everybody might not be selling it. Everybody might not be on your page. And once you come yeah. to realization and agreements within yourself, now is when you do your outline. Your mm -hmm. book got to start with an outline. You outline and you just jot down your biggest topics that you want to cover. Don't hold yourself to having a 200-page book, a 300-page book, or my book is too skinny, it's not fat enough, it's not enough words. Nah, it will all come in due time. So once you got your outline and something hits you, you write on the spot. When I say you write on the spot, you take your phone out, your smartphone is with you everywhere. 90% of my book I wrote on my smartphone when I was in deep thought. So you write on your phone, you write on your computer, you write wherever, and you file it. You file it and you email it to yourself. You email it to yourself. And the reason I say you email it to yourself is because if you, you have to come up with a system to where you can write and move, write and move. If your phone gets in the water and, it, and if you don't have it backed up, you're going to lose all that content. Every mm. time you write, 
you just store it in the email system. Your emails are already going to be there. If you got two emails, you email it to your two emails. So that way, if one go down, you got a backup. So that was one thing mm -hmm. that I did. Now, once I started writing, and I'm like, man, this is good. Then you got to look for uh, your book cover. You got to look for who's going to design it. What does it look like? So the process for that, I do a lot of traveling. And while I travel, a lot of you guys know like the Hudson um, and the airports where they got all the, the, the books and the magazines and stuff like that. Yeah. I encourage you, walk into a bookstore and look at the wall of books and point out the first three books that stand out to you. Once you once you realize they stood out to you, find out why they stood out to you. So initially for me, I said a wave maker book. The book should be blue, a wave. It makes sense. When I walked in there, I kept gravitating towards yellow, orange, red, and white. No blues. Blues fade into the background. So I changed my logo up a little bit from a blue wave to a red wave to catch yeah. the attention in the eye of people. So marketing is everything. So when you're doing your book, think about that book cover. What is it going to look like? Boom. Now you know what your book cover is going to look like. Get with a graphics person. Let them design your book cover. You know what I mean? Be picky about your book cover. Send it to a few people and get feedback. You know, what I had on the front of the book the first time was actually on the back. And then somebody told me what you got on the front, you should put on the back. What you got on the back, you should put on the front. And I listened to that person because the Wavemaker book was for them. Whereas other people yeah. was telling me to do something else. And I realized you're not the person that's going to buy this book. So I'm not going yeah. to make a change based on somebody that is not even marketed for. So boom, I get the book cover done. I write the book. Now I run into this thing where I drop this gym real quick. The gentleman mm -hmm. would drop, if you want to write a book, now I 100% wrote my book, but we need to be in 2021, living in futuristic, 2040. You can dictate your book. You do not have to spend time at the computer typing your book. You can get your headset. You can speak right into your phone. You can turn your phone on, go to your notes section and start talking. Chapter mm -hmm. one making waves. If you want to avoid procrastination, this is what you need to do. Follow this quick step that guide to do X, Y, and Z in the most efficient time. Period. New sentence. Boom, 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 boom. You can use your phone and write your book. Writing a book is not hard. It's about your commitment and willingness to sit down, be disciplined, and do it. So that's a quick gem for people that say, you know, I don't write. I don't know. I don't have time. If you got time to talk on the phone and scroll through social media and all that, you got time to speak into your phone or speak into a device to capture that word. There's programs out there, Dragon Speak, um, um, all type of programs that you could put on your computer to capture your words. Now, the other barrier is, well, I don't speak well. I don't write well. Guess what? It don't matter. There's people out there that will help you with that. They're called editors. Yeah. That's their job. Their job is to take your manuscript and edit it. Now, the key with finding an editor is this. Find out their why. Mm. Why do you edit? Don't just go to uh, someone to pick them to edit because they've edited a thousand books. 
So what I did was I looked up editors and I found somebody named Michelle Barad. And I said, you know what? Let me find out why she is uh, editing. And I called her and I talked to her and I said, I, I think you got good information, but why do you edit? Man, her why is why I used her. She told me I edit because I see a lot of urban um, authors out there whose books are not edited appropriately because they're taking their books to editors who don't understand the language they're talking. So wow. here, yeah, so here we are. You write an urban book, and if you're from Philly, you say John. If you're from yeah. Jersey, you say joint. If you from yeah. if you say from this from the south, you say thing. Now yeah. I want you to keep my book as authentic as per as 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 much as possible. Yeah. So with that being said, I picked her because she understands the language that I was talking. Yeah. So before she goes and make an edit, she goes, am I, am I reading this in the right context or I don't understand? And I say, yeah, John is a word because my East Coast people will understand what John is. Yeah. It's the same as this in Philly. It's the same as this in Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Baltimore got a whole nother language. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. so it's like, pick your editor, ask them their why. Now, once your manuscript and everything is edited, you know, I went self-publishing. And self-publishing is uh, an easy way to get your stuff out there. Um, it does cost you a little more, and they do take a lot more of your royalties, or your royalties aren't that high. However, mm -hmm. it's self-publishing, it's printed demand, so on and so forth. So I went self-publishing through a, a company called Book Baby. More or less, mm -hmm. whatever you need, it's your one-stop shop. If you need your manuscript changed around and formatted, you can pay for that service. If you want to mm -hmm. upload your book, um, not just to their account, Book Baby, and get it on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, you can pay for that. If you want them mm -hmm. to design your book cover, you could pay for that. So it's a one-stop shop where you can get everything done there. So boom, I work with Book Baby. I get my um, my book uploaded through their account. You know what I'm saying? Um, order about 50 books on hand. It's always available through a link, print to demand. And that was mm. the one thing that um, I really wanted. I didn't want a lot of overhead with a thousand books in my, in my um, house. And every weekend I'm going out to the mailbox to mail out books. So, yeah. you know, my first 50 books, if they, bought, if they bought them from me, I signed them, wrote them a note, you know what I'm saying? Super respect to you for supporting the wave. And everything yeah. after that goes through the site. It's printed demand. They get a tracking number from um, the post office and everything. So it's all legit. And then every month, yeah. you know, you get your royalties from your sales. You know, they email you and let you know um, where your book is being sold, what demographics, what age, um wow. royalties how much you want to get paid per book all that man it's just a beautiful thing and the process has been amazing so you know this is gems right here if y'all want to write a book man i'm telling you get your pen and pad out rewind this and start taking more notes yeah 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 man i just want to highlight you know one of my favorites in the book man um who's gonna check you self-accountability yeah you know what i mean 
and, and I'm going to tell you why it's one of my favorites, man, is because, like you talk about, who's going to check you, man? You know the truth about you. When you look in that mirror, you need to be truthful to yourself, man, and how accountable. Like, I remember, man, I had a, um, you know, one of the things I do is I buy and resell electronics online. And um, I had a situation where I started um, getting into these online auctions and buying phones. And one time I wasn't paying attention and I spent one of the biggest amounts purchasing a bulk amount of phones. And it was some tablets, something I never did. And I didn't, I missed like one word that they don't power on. And, and when I got them, I'm like, yo, none of them turns on. And I was upset, man. I was emailing the people. And then I realized when I looked at it, I missed it. And so I had to take all of that anger from all that bread I spent. I was heated, man, because I was just getting to the point where I was flipping and flipping and I've seen it growing. But the only person I could blame, I had to look in the mirror and check myself. I was like, man, I love that, man. Because that's true, man. Man, self so, uh, accountability is, is, is looking in the mirror. And a lot of times um, when you're holding yourself accountable, it's easy to project out on others. You know, yeah. it's easy to project out on someone else and not actually hold yourself or hold your own feet to the fire. It's easy for you to pick up that phone and send emails and bang on people about false advertising, sending me the wrong product, so on and so yep. forth. And you say it long enough to where you convince yourself to try to convince them so that they can correct your wrong. I tell you, yeah. self accountability, same thing. I'm on, uh, I'm on, I'm on Amazon. Probably shouldn't have been on there because it was three in the morning. I got my godson, mm. and I'm like, let me grab him a couple things. You hear me? So, yeah. boom, I'm on there. I see some uh, sneakers on there, and I'm like, yo, these Harachis is fire. You know, let me grab these Harachis for him. Yo, I never seen Harachis yeah. for like $40. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, let me grab two pair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, Godfather of the year right here. You know what I'm saying? Pull up with the blues and pull up with the white joint. So, boom, I order them. They come to the crib. I walk in the house. My wife holding them up. As soon as I walk in the door, she screams, Vitaikis. And I said, what? She's like, look at what you bought. I said, yeah. Arachi. She says, no, look at it. So I look at it, and the, and the sneaker is called Vitaiki. And oh the way that they look on Amazon from the side, all you see is I-K-E. So they mm. market it where it looks like you're buying Nike, because you know Harachi doesn't put the Nike sign on there. So yeah. it, looks like, it looks like Nike but all you see is I-K-E. So I just bit this bread on these sneakers that was too big, not even the brand I wanted. And now I got to look at my wife and my kids and they're looking at me like, yo, stay yeah. off Amazon. So mm. self-accountability is owning up to what you did wrong. Eat that mm. crow, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And position yourself and make the necessary adjustments so you don't fall into that trap again. So yeah. now you need to look at, all right, if I'm gonna do something, 
what went wrong before and how am I going to course correct moving forward? And like what you said, sometimes you can have a streak where things are going so good and everything yeah. I bought from Amazon is on point. Every, every electronic that you flip, you know what I'm saying, came in and it was on point. So why would yeah. I check for the power on button? Now, at the same time, now you go back, you refine, yeah. you regroup, and now you have a check system in place to yeah. ensure that you have a fail safe to where you don't run into them issues. So who's yeah. going to check you is all about you check yourself. Because if, you yeah. if you don't check yourself, somebody else going to check you. Check yourself yeah. before somebody else check you. Yeah, yeah. That's super dope, man. That's super dope, man. So what would you like for people to take away from this book, man? Because there's so many gems. I, I love the uh, the marathon mentality that you put in there, man. Like, if, if people really grasp this book, right? I, I want people to see this. Wave makers, you got a copy, I got a copy, right? And so, you know, one of the things I was mentioning to you, um, you know, before we got on the interview was, I love how it's infused, especially for this day and age, right? Because the intention span is not to the point where most people is not going to sit down and read, think and grow rich, right? Yeah. But it's like, but it's like you infuse the, those positive thoughts, those thought-provoking positive affirmations, and you put it in a book that, like you said, that we can read and just straight to the point, no fluff, you know. So that was that one of your main intentions in putting this together? Absolutely. And that was something that I actually struggled with in the beginning because I'm like, yo, I don't think the chapter is long enough. Yo, I don't think I got enough content. Yo, I don't, you know, I'm challenging myself and I'm mapping myself against other people. And the yeah. way picking mentality isn't about mapping yourself against others. It's about mapping yourself against yourself. So when yeah. I realized, I said, Joe, this needs to be quick, fast, in a hurry. And you need to give some, a lot of people like accomplishments. And we live in a day and age of double tap, like, post, comment, share so yeah quick wins people like quick wins so i sat back and i said how can you create something that will give people quick wins because mm. military they tell you like this no one wants to sit in a room and be under instruction for more than 50 minutes mm. you go to church you ready to leave after an hour so yeah. now i need to be able to get to the point how many times do you yeah. talk to people and you listening to them and they lose you within the first 10 minutes? Now, yeah. as you read through this book, you may see, man, there's a lot of things to read about. But at the same time, it's not a book that you rush through. It's not a book that yeah. you just going hurry up. and You may read through it, but now you're going to go back and you're going to sit in chapter five, which is only two pages for the next month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's heavy, but it's quick. And the design was for people to be able to read, feel like they've accomplished something, got to the yeah. point, and be able to share it. Yeah. And you know what? The, the way you put it together matches the way you move, right? Because anytime we communicate, like it's eight, it's like eight o'clock my time, a.m. And I'm hitting you like, you know, let's do it on this date. And it's like five in the morning for you, and you want to treadmill, like working out. 
hitting me on the message. So, like, it's authentic to who you are because you're moving fast, getting in and out, and that's the way the book is presented. Yeah, yeah. And that and, and it's, it's designed like that because you got to be able to pivot. As a wave maker, you got to be able to pivot. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. got to be able to um, change up your approach, change up your plan, you know what I'm saying, at the drop of a dime. As soon as you realize what you're doing is not working, that's where you got to do that pivot. You know, yeah. you asked me this question, like, what is one of the takeaways in the book? There's this chapter mm-hmm. called Fall in Love with the Process. That's what I'm, that's another one of my favorites. You got <laughs> <laughs> to fall, fall in love with the process. Everybody want to be the rock star and be on the stage with the bright lights and the accolades and everybody want the million dollars. You got to love the process so much that it's a byproduct to have the end goal. I'm Mm. so in love with writing a book that the royalties that I get from writing a book is just a byproduct. I don't write books royalties. I write books because the process that it takes me mentally to ensure that it gives me self-accountability. Yeah. Writing books is self-accountability for me. You know, yeah. this is something that I'm not going to get right a thousand times. And if you're going to write a book, a lot of people are scared to say, well, I don't live it a hundred percent of the time. Well, do you think the person who wrote a book about financial freedom literally doesn't go and buy fast food every now and then or yeah or, or or the person that's you know the president of the united states you know what i'm saying when the when the mics was off didn't curse you know what i'm saying yeah. like like yeah you got to embrace the process of where you're trying to go fall in love with the process so much to where you're more concerned about the process than the product mm. the product will come yeah. because you love the process mm. man that's dope, man. That's dope. Man, people need to go grab this book, man. And so, man, you put so much, you put so much in this book, so many gems. Can we expect anything coming up? I mean, I don't know if you can speak on anything, but do you have anything cooking in the pot? Or what's because this is dope. This is dope, man. But I don't are you done? I don't know, man. I don't know. Hey, I'm gonna tell you like this, man. Next project that's coming hey. out. It's called, um, it's a book, of course. This book will be available on audio as well. I heard a lot from the people. They do like the, um, the, the, the hard copy books, but a lot of people do listen to things in their cars here and there to work. So I heard y'all, and this next book coming out is going to be available on audio. It's also going to be available on Amazon. I heard y'all too. Y'all like, yo, I'm looking on Amazon. Get on Amazon. So without without further ado, you know, you guys are hearing it here first, you know what I'm saying? Exclusive, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 drop the horns. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> Yo, next book is coming out. It's already mm. going to print. And the title of the book is called The Art of Talking Shit. Speak up, never be heard. And this book is fire. This book is fire. Now, a lot of people will go, Oh man, why are you saying a curse word? Why are you putting that on a book? Why are you talking in that language? Why are you yeah. saying that that's offensive? And I'm here to say, you know what? Everything's about context. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Everything's about context. And this book is about talking your shit, speaking your mm. shit, backing your yeah. shit up, and standing up for the shit that you need to stand up for. Now, yeah. context. If I get on here and say, man, yo, that was the shit versus yeah. yo, that was shit. <laughs> Two different things. This, yeah. book, this book is not only a book, but it challenges you and there's a workbook inserted in the book. So when you get done with a few different chapters, for example, mm. there's a chapter that talks about the conversation you never had. And mm. I'll break it down just real quick. A lot of people who are very efficient, they move so fast that they think they spoke to somebody about something and they truly haven't. For mm. example, I may go to my kids and say, yo, I need you to take the trash out. And my kids, and my, or I may think I'm telling them that. This is the day the trash go out. So the kids take the trash out. I get home, the trash not taken out. Why you ain't take the trash out? Nobody told me. I did tell you to take the trash out, right? We're going back and forth. Then yeah. I step away. Y'all don't think I told them to take the trash out. Did I tell her to take the trash out? Now, how do you deal with that? When you do it yeah. with your family, your friends, at work, your boss, your coworkers, you gotta own up to it. Again, self-accountability. Mm-hmm. I gotta go to my kid and apologize. Man, I thought I had that conversation with you, but I didn't. However, mm-hmm. this is how I wanna move forward. I want you to put a timer on your phone so that you can be reminded to take the trash out. The workbook part comes and it challenges you. Recall a time where you thought you had a conversation with someone, write it out. Mm. Yeah. Next step, what would you do differently? How are you going to accomplish this goal? This book is a book for people that want to learn how to speak up. There's a chapter called Mm. Women Talk Shit Too. Mm. And this chapter is pure fire. We got Notorious RBG and her quotes Mm. and her story. We got people, uh, uh, Malala, you know what I'm saying, Mm. from the Middle East. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. youngest Nobel Peace Prize winner, you know what I'm saying, that was shot because she stood up for her rights of women um, being educated where she was and they came and shot her in the face and she's still out there talking her shit. You know, mm. this book is about how to talk, how to talk your shit in a marriage and communication and a relationship and understanding the five love languages. You know, Ooh. so this book has so much stuff in it in regards to talking your shit, whether you're going on an interview and how to speak up and be heard, how to speak Mm. up in public speaking. I also highlight how to identify bullshit Mm. in regards to someone who's coercing you, conniving, scamming, Mm. and we look at key phrases and sayings. These are the things that I'm putting out there for people because Everyone has something to say. It's all about your delivery, how you say it. And last but not least, one of my favorite chapters is silence. The power Mm. of silence. I won't even break that one down, but I will say this. Sometimes you could talk your best shit and not even say something. Mm. Man, that's dope, man. Let, let let everybody know, man, where they can support you to get it. Before we go, two things. 
let everybody know where they can go and support the wave maker movement, what you have going on, and then we're going to end on a word of encouragement. Absolutely. So if y'all want to support me, man, definitely follow me on all social media platforms. I make it easy. Everything is the same. It's Wave Makers Only Club. Wave Makers Only Club. YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, everywhere. Even the website, www.wavemakersonlyclub. Um, that's how you can support. That's where you get all the content, what's relevant. If you want to support and you want to grab a book, and you want to see what we're really talking about, all the books are in my, all the links for books are in my bios, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Grab that book. You know what I'm saying? Also in the book, I did something different where it has a series of quotes. Um, they're all 100% original quotes. 100%. Mm. There's over 100 quotes, all original, no biting, no from, not from anybody. I designed every single template in the book that the quotes are on. You know, so it's no uh, uh, copyright or somebody's picture. Yeah. I designed everything. So y'all want to support? Definitely tap in Wave Makers Only Club, all social media platforms, website, grab the book, salute, tap in. Also in the book, it has a section for you to take a test at the end to see if you're a wave maker. And you can definitely mm -hmm. subscribe and tap into me to talk about the waves that you're making or the lack of waves that you're making or the areas of improvement that you want to, uh, you know, improve on. So all those opportunities definitely exist and I'm here for y'all. Yeah, man. And then that word of encouragement before we go of people that may be thinking about getting started, quitting, or they need that last push. I'm going to tell y'all, stop playing with yourself. Mm. Stop playing with yourself. Stop waiting for people to give you a word of encouragement. Stop waiting for people to tell you you are worth something. Stop waiting for people to come to you and say, I believe in you. Mm. Believe in yourself. Bet on you. Go mm -hmm. all in on you. Put your money on you. Look in the mirror and put your money on you. Yeah, if you got to wait for somebody to give you that spark. You will always rely on them to continue to spark you along the way. I'm not yeah. saying not to have mentors and encouraging people behind you and around you. What I'm saying is make your circle so small that it's a period. And that at the end of the day, you rely on you and your capabilities Understand your strengths, understand your weaknesses, and surround yourself with people who truly want to see you win. So mm. don't wait for them to tell you, man, I believe in you. You got something good in you. Nah, as soon as you realize, I got a business idea. I want to write a book. I'm going to start a podcast. Go out, and this is my word of encouragement. Go out and fail. I encourage mm. you. Embrace your failure. I encourage you. Go out and fall on your face. Just like when you was a kid and you got up to first start walking and you was wobbly or you got on the bike and you took the training. You took the one training wheel off. You took the other one off. You scraped your knee. You know what I'm saying? You're on the ground. You got pebbles in your hands and you kept going. Remember that kid. That's what I want you to do. 
don't think about what you did as an adult. Sometimes think about what you did as a kid because as a mm. kid, you was fearless. As a kid, you went to school with crazy socks day on. As a kid, you did the crazy hair day. As a kid, you did some things that you wouldn't even do as an adult. Mm. So channel that inner kid strength that you got in you to propel yourself into the future that the adult that you are today is desiring to live in full expectation and be your authentic self along the way. No carbon copies, no copycats. You be you, embrace being you, because there's a tribe of people out there waiting for you to be you so they can link up with you. I wanted wave makers to be for everybody. I want it to be for corporate. I want it to be for the hood. I want it to be for suburban, but I realized it's not for everybody. Wave makers yeah. is for people that's gonna dare to be different, that see something mm. in themselves and they're not gonna give up. So my mm. word of encouragement, I encourage you to go fail. Go mm. mess something up, go screw it up. You know what? Go start that business and flip them phones and flip them electronics and get it wrong a couple of times. Go spend yeah. that money, go spend that money on you and what you believe in and take your time doing it, but go do something. Do something. Every mm -hmm. shot you don't take is a shot that you miss. So that's my word of encouragement. Don't be that person. Mm -hmm. Shoot your shot. Man, I appreciate you coming on the show tonight, dropping gems. You know, I'm excited for people to hear this interview. And, uh, man, be thoroughly blessed, man. So peace, love, and blessings, man, all the way from b -more to California. Hey, one thing, before I go, before I go, yeah. hey, you keep doing what you're doing, King, because right now, you on your game. You hear me? And you keep shooting your shot, because at some point, these shots you're taking, one of them going to land, and you are the wave. You hear me? You are the wave. I don't just jump on anybody's podcast. I don't just do none of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you bring something to the table. You got substance. You got a platform. You got a vision. I see what you do with the women, how you how you get them out there. I see how you market, how you promote. I see, yo, mm -hmm. I didn't even post the 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 uh the book that you posted. Um, what's my man? Uh, Dead broke. Hold on, rich boy. What is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dead, dead. A dope boy, fresh, but dead broke. Dope boy, fresh, but dead broke. Soon as you post yeah. it, see, see, you don't know who you're influencing with your platform. I never told you I went and bought the book. I never hit him and told him that I hit the book, that I bought the book. Wow. But as soon as, as you posted it, I watched it. Guess what I did? I just went and bought the book because I said, yeah. yo, I love where this man is coming from. So there's people out there like me that may not be giving you the feedback about what you're doing, mm -hmm. but at the same time, man, you feeding a lot of souls. I went and bought mm -hmm. that book. That was the first financial book that I actually invested in in myself. You know what I mean? Mm. So salute to you on that, bro. And I just wanted to make sure we give you your flowers while you're still around. You hear me? I appreciate that, brother. That means a lot, man. That means man. a lot, man. I appreciate that, man. Tell the queen I say hello, man. Off top. And you enjoy the rest of your night, man. All right, King. I'll let you. Peace.